I should probably start by saying, well, actually, I should probably start by saying, welcome to Chai with Shy. I'm having a very delightful cup of chai right now, which is actually a loose leaf tea, which I generally don't have. Um, but my mum had some, um, and my sister, my cousin-in-law has given me this very cute little tea strainer. Um, so it lets you like scoop it in to the thingy. I mean, I can't even explain it to you, but it's very cute. Um, and it's very yummy tea. So I'm very happy right now. And I actually have just had like a sip and I feel like a completely new wave of like energy. Or maybe it's the idea of just recording another wonderful, informative episode of Chai with Chai. Um, so I'm nestled into my, my quiet corner. Um, it's gloomy and grey and lockdown sucks. Um, and um, yeah, let's dive straight in, shall we? So we left it last time after my um, my Delhi trip. Um, I, I just had my encounter with Ardil um, and then I was off out to this holy party. So holy, I mean, I'm sure you all know, but holy is the festival of colour. Um, it's basically just one big rave um, and you go to these parties. Um, it's also like phenomenal weather at that time of year. So you go wearing like shit clothes um, and then everybody's got coloured powder um, and water guns and whatever and you just basically go and you throw colour on everybody and you get really, really drunk. Um, that's obviously not the real definition of holy but that's what it was to me at that stage. Um, so here we go. It's the 20th of March 2011. My first holy. So I had my first holy experience today. I shall start by pointing out that Ardil did not come, even though his other friends did. I'm not saying it's all about me, but I'm pretty sure I was part of his reasoning not to come. Before I discuss Holy, I just need to vent about this guy. I realise I fall fast and hard, but I don't understand why throughout my whole entire life I have never managed to be with someone who genuinely wanted to be with me. That's ridiculous. I had a four-year-long boyfriend. Arville wanted me in a night of drunkenness, and his lovely friend Kabir did point out his signature move, which he pulled out on me. Kabir then went on to call any girl who falls for it stupid. I mean, I knew it was all a line, but I still went for it. I'm pretty sure that Kabir doesn't know anything, but I did tell Sonia because I needed to tell someone. I am a girl, after all. It was just that, for a minute, I somehow convinced myself that something more may come from this, because he's the first guy throughout my trip, other than Sachin, that I actually really seriously like. A theme of unavailable men developing? No, of course I don't have too many psychological issues. So, holy, the festival of colour. I'm so glad I went. It was hugely entertaining and interesting. I must admit I was shocked at Indian people's behaviour. I mean, I thought I opened up to this new wave of Indians, but today was something else. These girls were wearing shorts and vests, showing most of their skin, grinding up against anybody that they could find, not to mention the wet t-shirt concept developing along throughout without with bags of colour powder. All in all, I was blue and green all over with the memento of my shirt. Everyone was floating around like they were on the strongest drugs known to man, and there were even kids running around the place. The kids didn't stop the adults from drinking glass and gla glass after glass of this sweet milk type thing, which had this drug in it. There were there was this amazing dance floor set up and across it was this water thing shooting out water all over the dance floor. If I were there with my friends, it would have been amazing. It just looked like so much fun and the colours and everything were incredible. The people were so fucked on this drug, which I have to admit didn't really do much to me. I mean, I had two glasses and I only felt the effects of it three hours later, 
right when I came home to mum's aunt's house. I've just had a shower, which was interrupted, when mum's aunt sent the maid to come and check on me because apparently I'd been in there for an hour. I'm pretty sure she's exaggerating and it wasn't that long. I'm so hungry too. I really want some like proper deep fried stuff that will clog my arteries. Or maybe I'm not so sober as I thought. I'm hearing this like buzzing sound in my ears and that is like background noise and it won't go away. Maybe I need to clean my ears. Okay, right. I have to get some food. Mum's aunt is kind of big, so I'm sure she won't mind feeding me. Why do Indians have to eat dinner so late? Don't they realise I'm English and I like my dinner early? So what's really sad is that this was this like... I'm not reading now. Um, But that was like this huge, amazing like festival of colour and stuff. And like because of the level of intoxication, I suppose, I was under, I totally glossed over it. I mean, so Pong, the drug... I um, I had it, like, I mean, obviously everybody has it there and whatever on holy, and so I had this first glass of it, and it did nothing, and, like, no one told me, like, because I think for Kabir and stuff, I think it was also, like, one of their first experiences of Delhi holy anyway, um, and um, so I had a glass, and then nothing happened, so I had another glass, and then nothing happened, and then I had a third glass, and nothing still happened, and so, like, then, um, after a period of time, we went home, like, not that long after my third class. Um, and, like, literally, I mean, I remember coming home. I remember, like, walking in and seeing this aunt and uncle, and they were all like, oh, look at you, all colourful, go shower, don't touch my furniture, kind of thing. Just understandable, I was a complete mess. And then I went into the shower, um, and I shut the door, um, and um, I don't... <laughs> Then, then there is a, a, a blank, like, I'm not going to lie, like, then I don't really know, but all I do know is that there was this banging on the door, and when I opened my eyes, like, I was sitting on the shower ground on the floor, and, like, the water had obviously gone completely freezing cold, and there was just freezing cold water, like, dripping on my head, um, so I was a bit like, oh, hello, like, oh yes, I'll be there in a minute, but I didn't really know what she was saying, because my Hindi is so terrible, um, and so that I so I at that point when I when I kind of like opened my eyes sitting on the ground I didn't realize that an hour had gone by I thought I would just it would just been like a few minutes or whatever and then it was only after that when I um I came out and um I looked at my phone and I think that's when I was like hang on a minute I got home like an hour ago blah blah, blah. and that's when I started putting it together and I think the reason that I sat down and I actually started to write this down was because I was like I don't think I could really bring myself to face these elderly relatives at that stage and then after this I did go on to eat a shit ton of food like just everything and oh god I'm actually thinking about all that food is making me super hungry right now so we're gonna plow on to the 23rd of March 2011 one month in that's the title I've been here for over a month I can't believe how quickly time goes by Tonight has been one of my favourite nights, which I really, I didn't want it to end. I lie. I would have wanted it to end if it was only Sachin and I. He, like, properly talked to me tonight. And I think I may be in love. <laughs> Obviously, I'm joking. We all know that we're joking, right? Um, I've just realised all these little things that we have in common. And I think that there is a chance that he could actually like me. But then again, he probably doesn't. Last night, he was warning me off this guy that I haven't discussed yet. So let's begin. This is the one, guys. This is this is the one. Are you ready for this? 
the dealer. He is 20-something and is friends with Daman, Kabir, etc. And yes, he is a friend of Adil's. So I met him before I went to Delhi on another drunken night with Daman that I haven't mentioned that I haven't mentioned because I got stoned and wrote a journal entry instead. Sorry about that. So I was at Spoil with Daman and the married couple. It was fine, but I was starting to get a bit annoyed that Daman won't ever call anyone else to join. Whenever when I overhear Daman and the husband talking about a guy who should come, so I interfere and insist that they get him to come. They said that I should talk to him because if he hears the English accent, he will come running. So I spoke to him. He said he would come and so he did. We started chatting and he's just the sort of guy that I have good banter with. He spends a lot of time in London and we just got on really well. He isn't good looking or anything, but I just liked him. Probably more than Dumman. But during the night I had met, met him, I was kissing Dumman like a lot. And then Dumman went on to say that he got jealous because I was talking to Dealer. Basically, I was talking to Dina and then met their friend called something beginning with S. So S was hilarious and I was laughing with, at him a lot, which he misinterpreted and so started getting very touchy-feely with me. So Dina saw this and came over and put his arm around me to pull me away from him. So I thought, thank God. And we started chatting again. But then Dumman sees and pulls face. When I talked to Dumman after, I said as a joke, what, are you jealous? To which he didn't answer. Later, later on, I went to some dingy after party where I was the only girl... And the same scenario happened again. Oh my God, sorry. I'm going to have to interject for a second because um, this is all just makes a lot more sense now now that I've lived in India and, I, and I've understood what these after parties are. This was a Coke party and I didn't know that then. And this is really funny. And oh my God, did Dumb do a lot of Coke? Now I'm like flabbergasted. Because this is like what's happened. This is what I've learned in Delhi is that like when you go out and you go out and then you go out to like club, club, club. And then when you all go back to somebody's house, like a lot of the time it is just because everybody wants to do coke. And this is fascinating. I don't know how I'm going to be able to see if this is real or not. Anyway, sorry. This time, Dumman admitted that he... No, wait, sorry, where was I? Oh, you're jealous. Oh, well, I went to some dingy after party. Yeah, when I was the only girl. And the same scenario happened again. This time, Dumman admitted that he was jealous, and me being the fuck-up that I am, I actually enjoyed it. Dealer and me swapped BBM details and all that jazz, and then Dumman dropped me home. When we got to my house, instead of doing our usual kiss passionately in the car, he decided to get all the deep and meaningful notes. He started to get all deep and meaningful. He basically asked me not to cheat on him when I go away with, when Lisa comes, to which I replied, hard to cheat when we aren't together. I couldn't really be bothered with this conversation, so I said goodnight, and I went into the house. When I got into bed, dealer BBM'd me with the same banter that we had earlier in the night. I really enjoyed it, but then Dumman then called and tried to continue the conversation, but I just said we would talk when I'm back from Delhi. Nothing really happened after that, other than mild BBM conversations with both guys. In Delhi, however, I learnt that dealer is a drug dealer, hence my nickname for him, and Dumman hasn't really said anything about me other than he likes me and he would like something more to happen with me. Then you know the rest, other than all. When I got back from Delhi, dealer BBM'd after I changed my BBM status to Hyderabad, and we had a really long BBM conversation that night. Then last night, I had a one-hour-long phone chat with Dumman. I kind of feel like I'm being harsh to both of them, but I really don't actually think I'm doing anything wrong. Am I? So there are the facts. Now, the conclusions I am drawing, I'm afraid, I resemble my earlier entries. I just don't know. I mean, with Dumman and dealer, they are nice enough and probably quite obtainable. Awful, how could I say that? But I'm not interested in the slightest. 
I thought my thing about unavailable idiot guys narrowed in purely to England when I'm around my friends, but no, it follows me everywhere I go. I guess all, I guess as well, the idea of unavailable men in India didn't really occur to me. I figured that any 20-something single guy would want the first half-decent girl they could find for a relationship. It's not like I've been pining for Adil. More than that, I wish that I could have done something different on Saturday night to actually make him really want me. As for Sachin, yeah, I don't know. I mean, wouldn't any 45-year-old guy in a miserable marriage want a 23-year-old girl lusting after him? I'm sure he would take it well if I told him. Don't be ridiculous, I can't do that. Now I feel like I'm going crazy as I'm actually arguing with myself. I really don't know what it is about this guy. Looks-wise, definitely not my type, but then tonight I notice he has a lot. He has lost a bit of his belly, so I was massively attracted to him tonight. I could literally go on talking about him for hours, but then I feel my sophisticated, deep and philosophical travelling journal may turn out into more of a dear diary from when I was 12. Actually, it already has, hasn't it? I'm going to leave on this note. Last year, the idea of an Indian guy would repulse me. This year, I've been involved slash had issues with five of them. Can I put this down to lack of options or is my taste evolving? Maybe my mum may win after all and I will marry an Indian boy. Oh, and the last thing, I think I may be at that point where I want to have a boyfriend. I haven't admitted that to anybody yet, nor do I think I will, but I just wanted to see it in writing so I could ponder over it and see how my feelings change by the next entry. And then just at the end of that, so that's the end of the chapter, and then I just glance at the, the, the chapter name for the next one, which is called A New Boy. Um, so, I mean, I think you can kind of see that we are getting into this boy-obsessive thing right now. Um, so, yeah, there we go. Now, we're, we're a month down the line. Um, Lisa was going to come out, was coming out to join now. Um, so I think, I think she might appear by this second entry, but I'm not actually too sure. Um, also, what was happening simultaneously to all of this was it was um, it was World Cup cricket going on, um, and as we all know, Indians do love their cricket. Um, I despise cricket. I find it to be the dullest thing on the face of the planet. But um, but I have to admit, like I mean, we'll get to it later. But especially the the quarter final and the semi final and whatever, like they were, it was a thoroughly thoroughly exciting time to be in India, like the vibe was just buzzing constantly and like it's just it's brilliant it shows like like nationwide sports and like how they do actually bring people together and like all of that sort of stuff um i think by this juncture i i felt quite at home um i think i was like i was loving the weather um i think i was loving like this freedom kind of thing like you know like when i was out with like these guys and whatever like it wasn't like I could be out till whatever time I wanted. I wasn't being checked on. Um, and like, it was, it was quite like, it was quite weird. Um, I just, yeah, like it was just, it was odd. Every time I used to come home. So there were two dogs that lived in the house. Um, I think I can use the dogs real names as opposed to giving them fake names, but there was Brownie and Archie and Brownie was always my favorite. And I would come in through the gate and the dogs would come up to the gate to like, well, first to figure out who the hell was there, disturbing their slumber at like 5am. Um, and then they would walk me down. And then a lot of the time I'd sit on the front step and I'd have a cigarette before I'd go into the house. And Brownie would just kind of sit there and he'd put his face in my lap and he'd just look at me. And this happens more later on um, when stuff gets really confusing with the boys. But like, um, and like times when I would look at Brownie's eyes and I'd be like, what do I do, Brownie? What do I do? And then Brownie would look at me with this really sympathetic look, like, 
I don't know, babe, but I've got you. Like, I've got you. And, like, that was, like, I think Brownie was my best friend during, like, this whole time, which was lovely. There's a reason why they're man's best friend. Um, But, yeah, that's it. We'll talk about a new boy next time. Um, And, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I hope you're still with me. Um, And um, I'll be back soon. Thanks.